Welcome back to Face the Music. I'm Justin. I'm Tony. And my name is Jalon Abrams. What's up, y'all? Chilling, chilling. What's good, bros? And chilling, man. What I what I realized, yo, I think I shared too much, yo. So I was um I had a workout with a friend from high school. I haven't seen him since high school, right? So we're talking, you know, he said, yeah, man. I said, yo, your body's pure. Yo, you don't smoke, you don't drink. That's pretty good. I'm like, yo, how you how you know that? <laughs> and I forgot that I posted a reel about Yeah, and I'm like, I forgot that I did that. I'm just like, oh man, that's, that's I think I gotta I gotta slow down, but you know, I don't listen to myself, so I actually want to share a little more. So um, but now I'm you know, I'm dating I'm da- listen, hey, whatever, it is what it is. Y'all go, that's just me. So um so I'm I'm dating now, I'm like a little more. I'm like, you know, trying to speak to different girls. So uh, or women, I'm sorry. Um, so it was this one woman that I came across, she had 20,000 followers on Instagram. I was like, yeah, I'm shooting my shot. I don't care. You know? So I shot my shot, got her number. We're talking bland. I mean, the conversation was like, I'm doing, I'm doing a podcast, bro. Like, I'm just like asking her these questions. I was like, yo, this is, this is ridiculous. Like I, I kind of was like, I was done, but, um, I was just still trying, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I was actually thinking about practicing about a podcast. I was trying to the point where the girl said, hold on, right? And I looked at the phone. She, she hung up on me. Oh. <laughs> and then she didn't. You got hit with the downtone, bro? She didn't. Listen, she didn't she did, uh, hit me back up. She did, I was just like, yo, this is whatever. But um, pretty much I, what I want to, pretty much an example for that for me, what, what it showed me like the growth in myself. Because this would have happened like a year ago. I would have been like, man, what's wrong with me? You know, like why do these women not like me? But. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm in the mindset of like, she's just not for me. You see what I'm saying? So she has 20,000. She looks pretty. You know, all these guys are lusting over her, but not me because I'm confident in myself. Because like back then when I was, you know, about a year ago, even a lot further on, I would think that to be a real man, you got to have a lot of women. You got to be able to pull all the baddies, all this, all that. But growing up now, I realized that that's not really what a real man is. You know, what is your definition of what a real man is? That's a fantastic question, man. I think um, the definition of what a real man is varies. It depends on the man, right? And their uh, life experiences. But speaking for myself, I think uh, the definition of a real man is depending upon his day-to-day habits, his spiritual beliefs, his values, his morals, um, how he treats his family, how he treats people that's close to him, how he treats his body, uh, uh, level of, of awareness when it comes to his consciousness, when it comes to his decision making, uh, how, he, how he makes his money. Like the list can go on and on. So for, uh, for me, I would say I share a lot of those uh, traits that I just mentioned. Um, Mostly when it comes to spirituality, family, friends, how I treat my body, how I how I how I eat, um, healthy lifestyle, how I groom myself. Like I can really talk about this forever, man. Mm-hmm. But that's to uh, give the audience a, a I don't know some some type of audio visual as far as what I think the definition of real is. So okay, pretty far. I, I agree with you, bro. Um... My fault, Jalon. You trying to go? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, my fault. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like everything you said, I, th- I feel like for me, I'm gonna be honest. Like growing up, 
what I thought real was the guy who got Facts. all the ladies, you know, right. who had the the material stuff, the the nice cars, the nice clothes, you know, the entourage. So for me, like my growing up, what I thought was real was, you know, I ain't gonna say the dope boys, but the flashy guys. Everybody got them in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but like as I got older, you know, I realized that like the the quiet guys, that that businessman that's no real low key. He married, you know, he looked like his life is born. Like that's the real guy because it takes a lot of discipline to be able to to get to that point. Like, you know, so for me, when I think of what a real man is, it's somebody who's disciplined, who who knows their purpose, um, who like every day they get up, they're on a mission to just to get better in whatever way that is, you know, impacting their kids, they work and stuff like that. Um, you know, tr- always trying to grow. They're not stagnant. You know, I feel like there's the element of being a real guy. Because if you all, if you got all your shit together, the lady's going to be there. Women mm-hmm. love confident men. That's true. So if you're confident and you got your bread and stuff like that, I feel like as as the youth, we thought about the external things that the real ones had and we're like, oh, shit, we want to get that and, like, shortcut the process. So, like, for me, that real is that, that internal shit that make you a real one, you know, uh, like the like the rap meme where it's, like, the flashiest motherfucker in the room. You know, uses like the most brokest one. So usually the person don't got shit on like Jay-Z in a room with like Migos and Future. Poe got the most money and you would say, quote unquote, you know, he's the realest, but he don't show it because that confidence is different. So that's what my definition of real. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I kind of don't really want to add anything. I agree to what both of y'all said. Um, you know, like you said, growing up was the guy that got all the women, the guy with the flashy car, the guy with, you know, all these things. And if you honestly think about it, if you're able to have like, let's say five or whatever girls in rotation, you got too much time on your hands, honestly. Like, how are you able to, to text five women at one time? That's a lot. That's a lot, bro. You got too much time. You got too it much time. You have too, okay, you got too much time on your hands because you're not doing anything else. <laughs> you're working and you're talking to five girls. Let's say you talk to them every other day or let's say three days. That's still a lot. You don't talk to them all with the same like uh, level of intensity. Uh-huh. There's levels to it, okay. so you know. So it's like uh, explain, explain. Back what? Back, back, back in your day. So you know, <laughs> back in my day, you know what what you call this? You built your little roster, your team. Every guy out here has them. I'm sorry, ladies, if I'm putting y'all on game, fellas. If y'all mad for me putting this game out here, I'm sorry. But this our podcast, <laughs> so shit it is what it this is. This is our free. Uh, so, this is our freedom. This is this is our truth. So you have them ranked in level of importance. Like every guy has that one chick that, like you know, he would consider like the number one. Your fifth chick is a chick you really just kind of keeping in contact to keep the door open. You ain't really talking to her every day. You know, she you might hit her up once every three days, but you got to keep the communication lines open. So when you talking to five, when you really good at it, you don't prioritize them the same. You got to make them think. That you prioritize it in the yeah, same yeah, way, yeah. bro. Yo, in nah, nah, bro. You gotta have them ready to fall through. You know, like, hey, bro, what you doing Thursday night? You sending out the thrill. You see, like, okay, boom. And then when two say, well, if all three agree, you make excuses to the other two. You don't want to. It's like, hey, bro, my fault. That called into work. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did not hear any lies. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, I don't know. I don't. I think I think that's my problem. I was trying to make all of them the main ones, and it's just like, yeah, that's it's too much work. It was like, how you doing today? Like I remember calling one girl, hanging up, and to call the next one, 
messing the stories up. She said, that's the wrong, wrong girl. I said, ah. <laughs> oh. but, see, but, see, but see, that's a that's actually a great point, though, because like there's there's guys that have like different types of capacities when it comes to that. Like there's some guys that can only do three. There's some guys that can only do one, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. You know, it, it, it depends on the guy. But yeah, yeah, it is possible, though. Hey, bro. I'm gonna give you quick advice. When you got when you got five, keep notes in your phone. Just say this is such and such. Her favorite color is green. Hey, if you got a review, bro, like listen, you gotta make sure you don't you don't switch up your stories. You can't be out here like, yeah, I know you told me your favorite food is strawberry. She's like, I'm allergic. Like, <laughs> and I, I think the also importance of if you want to balance five. You can't be scared to lose any of them, bro. You can't be like, if one is saying, yeah, facts. You can't be scared oh, to lose, yeah, nah. but you don't get another one. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, but nah. Not at all. That's like the number one rule. You cannot be scared to lose, man. Yeah. You can't. Uh, you can't be scared to lose. Nah, shoot or shoot, baby. Yeah. Shoot right. Shoot. Right. Keep on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> I mean, you know, in a sense. Um, all right. So I have, a, I have a cool question then. So we think of our idea of what a real man was the flashy, the, all the ladies, man, who would y'all say, let's say just like a regular person or like a movie, how about we do a movie, a movie or television show that pretty much embodied that version of a real man that we thought it was? I could go further if y'all got to think. Like, like, like what we, what we, what we thought, what we thought was, yeah, what we thought. So for me, it was definitely, um, American Gangster. It was, um, when he was, yeah, Frank Lewis. So it wasn't when he first started, but you know when he would start wearing all that flashy stuff and then the FBI's caught on. He said, man, I told you I didn't want to wear this. But that's when it was like, yo, he's the man. He was sitting in the front. Everybody's like, that's the person I want to be. And the minute he did that, that's when he messed up. Because he said, I'm not supposed to be this flashy guy. But at that point, everybody thought he was the man. So in our eyes, we see somebody like that. We're like, yo, this is the guy. That's the guy I want to be. But before, when he's less flashy, we weren't really looking at that. So I think that scene, if y'all remember that scene, American Gangster, great movie if you haven't seen it. But yeah, if he's that, that flashy peacoat, yeah. yeah, that's when he was the man. Mm. That's a, I'm gonna have to watch that movie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was definitely a, a classic, man. I actually do have an answer when it comes to this question. Yeah, but like, I think there was two different types. There was two different variants of of a of a real person. Like, I know y'all seen the movie Paid in yeah. Full. It's mm-hmm. a classic. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you had Making Money, Mitch. Right. That was his. That was his name. Right, yeah, Mitch. Yep. Um. Makai Pfeiffer's uh, character and uh, Ace was um, Woody, Woody, I forgot his last name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were yeah. two different types of real. Like uh, Ace was just very low key. He went by the book. He did what he was supposed to do. That was it. The work that he put in paid off. He saw his fruit from it. Mitch, he actually was the same way, but he knew when to celebrate his wins. He was not hesitant to be like, I'm throwing cash in the air. We're going to celebrate. I'm getting a new beam straight up yeah. and a new chain. Like, So like, I think that there's two different variations of being real. There's someone that goes by the book, go through the process. That's basically a equivalent of what I'm saying. Going through the process and watching your results, right? Then there's someone that would do the same thing, but know when to take a break and have fun. Mm-hmm. And not always be so serious. Yeah. So that movie was a great example, man. And of course, we all know, you know, if y'all haven't seen it, Cameron was just that wow, person man. that just 
messed all, all that up. Wild he was up. like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it was straight up wild. So, yeah. This is honestly a very hard question okay. to answer. Because okay. the whole time y'all was talking, I was, <laughs> I was really thinking hard. <laughs> hard as shit. And I swear to God, I don't, I don't really have nothing like, I feel like for me, so movies wise, I told you, I ain't really watch a lot of like, yeah, you didn't watch that stuff. Okay. Up. Like my yeah, dad liked, liked them, but like yeah. I just didn't care for them. So like, I watched a lot of music videos, but for me, like the, what I thought was real, and it's going to sound corny, but like James Bond to me growing up was like that nigga. And why? Okay. Because I think being, I'm going to say this, being from like South Florida, where you have a lot of like opulence and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And being a kid that you don't see a lot of us. Like at that time, like in the nineties, there wasn't a lot of African-American men in like high class, you know, movies being like that dude, mm -hmm. like it is now. Mm -hmm. So for me, I saw like, bro, he got, he got fired cars. He stayed fly, you know, the hoes love him. You know, even though I'm a kid. So, you know, like he always fucking the bad guys up. Like I'm trying to be like that nigga. Like wherever he go, he get respect and stuff like that. So like to me, I wanted to be like that, that black version of that because like I'm sorry for me, like the hood movies, I grew up, my family was in and out. I knew those people. I knew how that story ended. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like I couldn't mm -hmm. necessarily be like, you know, oh, I want to be that. Like, bro, my this nigga's locked up right now for doing the same shit. James Bond is free, motherfucker. Like yeah, 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 that. Man. So for me, that's why I didn't really, you know, jump to like, oh shit, I'm trying to be Scarface. Like that nigga died at the end, bro. When niggas like, I'm trying to be Scarface, so I'm like, did you not <laughs> see the whole fucking movie? Like, yeah. <laughs> they ain't no Scarface too for a reason, nigga. Yeah, like, right, yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting perspective, bro. I have, I have one more. So I think of uh, Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. I think of Boomerang with Eddie mm. Murphy because he, he was a ladies' man. It's just funny how that movie ended. It, it, it was, what, 92? I could spoil it. So basically, he's the player. And then next thing you know. <laughs> if you ain't seen he, Yeah, you know, yeah. Next thing. over 20 years. What happened to Eddie? So, sure so did he end up falling in love with her and then like she ended up playing him? Something like that? I don't, I don't remember the whole. I think. It was a long. It was, not, it was in the nineties, yo. Been yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Okay, well I, well, I was. I ain't seen this shit since oh five. Do I remember? Because I, I think I would just gonna say whatever. Yeah. Okay. So we like. So, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like I think so, yo. Let me, let me help you. Like yeah. I think uh, it was just more so like he was playing the women that he was getting involved with. Next thing you know, he came across a woman that played him. Yeah. And the moral of the story is, you know, be careful who you let in your life. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> like that Will Smith movie, like Hitch. Yeah. Like, so it, I, yeah. Can, I can say, all right, when That's I saw funny. the real too, yeah. like when I saw the movie Hitch, I'm like, I'm trying to be that dude. Yeah. Like, you know, mm. he know the lady, he's smooth. Like, I wanted to be the, you know, like the smooth cat that just go up to the bar, talk to any. So like, you know, yeah. I want to be like that, that level of smoothness. Uh -huh. You feel me? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. All right. So I have another question then. So when we think of that, do you remember a time where you were doing too much to be the man? It's like, for example, for me, I don't wear hats, right? So when I was like trying to be the man, I had like a fitted with like a bunch of colors on it, the bats, one pair of shoes. The day I wore it, I'm like, okay, this is, this is a little much. But yeah, I remember a time where I was like, yo, I'm doing too much to try to be, think, think I'm the man. Oh, <laughs> yo. Honestly speaking, bro. <laughs> that is like the stationary thought that like I think is healthy to have. I don't know. Like for me, and I, I mean, you know, 
I'm, I'm speaking personally. Like, I think I was doing a little bit too little. I mm-hmm. wasn't doing enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, talk, explain, talk. explain. I don't think I was doing enough, <laughs> man. Like, I, I had opportunities to really try, like, really, really, you know, try, try, yeah. right? I don't know. It was times where um, I would miss that opportunity because of, I don't know, just a little stupid stuff that I was probably overthinking or maybe even wasn't even paying attention to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until I got older, more experience happened, life happened. I realized, man, like, it ain't nothing to it but to just shoot, like, literally. Mm-hmm. So shoot is shoot but sometimes that shooter man they get a little scared at first they get a little scared in the game like yeah. i know i know how to shoot yeah. coach but you want you want me to shoot right here or over here stage right <laughs> right right like like you kind of overthink it so yeah man i should have done more to put myself out there that's just me so you know what uh, i i agree with tony to a point cuz i feel like for me looking back when i was younger you as you mature, you start to understand things a little bit more, especially as like you say, talking about shooting. When you new to it, you might see it open and second guess it. But once you get older, you're like, oh no, no, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh that, my percentage is high yeah. based off of this. <laughs> like, and I realized like if I'd have had that when I was younger, I'm it would have been much worse because I was already bad. So like had I had that level of like insight at, at T, <laughs> oh my. So for me, I'm happy I learned it when I learned it. But I think for me, doing too much, anytime I say, I, all jokes, like anytime you're talking to multiple women, like it does become a point where it's just like, especially seriously, like if you're physically involved with all of them too, it just becomes a point where it's like, it's fun, but it's more work than it's benefited. Like it's like the 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 angel and devil on your shoulder because you like, I'm that nigga because I know like right now I can hit such and such, all of them, and I'm good. But like, there's the other side, like, but you still by yourself for because all of them aren't worthy of spending time every day. You know, they like really not people that you want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, ah, it's better than being alone type shit. So it's like, those were the moments when I was realized I was doing too much. So I'm like, I'm out here and like everybody, like, you know, oh shit, they, I'm making moves, but like back at the crib, I'm like, wow, I'm lonely as hell. These hoes. Born as fuck. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. That, that. That's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say that's the transition that you knew that this real man wasn't really what you... How, how, how should I explain it? So this version of a man wasn't really what you were trying to be? Like you kind of... Your definition kind of changed at this point. When you pretty much realized that, yo, I'm lonely being this guy. Yes and no. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hard, stupid learner. So I feel like for me... <laughs> I think it came like having kids. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh. I feel like you start to see the world. You think of the world from a legacy standpoint and how you impact it and like, you know, how your actions can impact somebody else and stuff like that. Like when you don't have kids and you can be with somebody, like that's cool. But once you have kids and like, you know, you become that father, like you start thinking like your parents and like life just starts to look different for you. So you understand like right now, if I was to go out and like somebody run into me, I'm not gonna fight them, you know. Like you'd have caught me like a little bit of time ago, like I would, you know, fight them regardless of the situation. Now, depending on the situation, I have to think about a lot of things, my investments, you know, my assets, 
uh, my work because, you know, I work in a place that if I fight and get arrested, I'm not going to have that job. And I'm throwing six figures down the drain. So I'm like, you know, I got to think about all these things. But me stepping away and not fighting somebody does not not make me real, if that makes sense. I just got real shit to lose. I got a, qu- yeah. I got a question. So how far are you going to let this person go before you say, I'm going to cut this off? It's, it's boundaries. Like, so for me, if you cross a certain thing, but if I know this person's trying to antagonize me to get me to that point, because motherfuckers be looking for lawsuits mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not going to put myself in a position where this motherfucker is antagonizing, antagonizing to get me to, to that point where it's like, as soon as I hit him, I'm on camera. It's like, yeah, nobody going to see the parts before. So I got to think about that. Like, if, yeah, niggas really want to test my gangster. Like we could do it in other ways, but like in a situation like that, I just got to think about it. Especially if my daughters are around, like if my daughters are around, you put, now if you put hands on me, it's, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. I was about to, I was about to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say because yeah, yeah, yeah. because when when I think of like somebody like disrespecting you, you still from my mindset you still have to step them to them. You know what I'm saying? You can't if somebody's disrespecting you, talking smack, talking crazy. You're not going to sit there and be like, all right, man. Let me, you know, let me let me walk on home. You kind of have to still approach them. I wouldn't say to put your hands on them, but can't just let stuff like that slide. I feel like I, it, I feel like it's, I feel like it's disrespectful. <laughs> It is disrespectful, but I don't think you have to approach. Okay. Like, the mm-hmm. older you get, the more seasoned or experienced you get, yeah. the more uh, uh, of a critical thinker you start to be, you know, become. Like, you start to realize, like, hey, if I were to, you know, step up to this person, I will have shit to lose. Mm-hmm. Maybe this person don't even have shit to lose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. they, they yeah. got it. They got the risk. Mm-hmm. I don't have that risk mm-hmm. to take. So, hey, I think it's best. To just chill. <laughs> you know, I got a point real quick, Jalon. Yeah. Like, and think about it like this. Let's say you with your lady and then you're in a situation like that. If your lady know you a real one and she know like you certified and you walk away, she not going to be mad at the fact. Because I know like with me and my wife, she going to be more so like, nah, let's not do this because like I know you. Yeah. You can take care of this. Yeah. Ain't no need to. But if your lady think you a bitch... She gonna be like, oh, say protect my honor. <laughs> so like, if your woman doing that to you, that means she don't see you. That's a good point. She don't see you as solid and That's stuff a good like point. that. Because my my wife not gonna do that because she know if anything, like, listen, I'm a menace. Like, yeah. there's certain things that like I have to keep inside. But like, bro, test me if you want to. Like, that's gonna be. I, I'm the person that's waiting for it. Like, oh yeah. shit. Like, yeah, you don't you don't want to fuck with the nigga that's waiting for mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, bitch, I've been ready. So <laughs> if your lady. Do that to you, just 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 see. Matter of fact, fellas, stage a prank. Get one of your homeboys, your ladies don't know. Work out this scenario. See what your girl really feels. You know, if she like, oh, you ain't protect my honor, break up with her. Done. Dead the relationship. She don't respect you. <laughs> no, but that's a good point though, because like me and me and Tony, right now, we will if we find somebody we have to build with them. If something happens, yeah. somebody stepping to us. And she doesn't really know what's like that yet. We can't just back off. We have yeah. to show her that, like, yeah. yo, we're, we're the man. Yo, you got to. Yo, that is a to. great point. And I'm being 100% transparent. If I was in that situation and I'm getting to know a chick and it was literally a, a less than a week and some guy tried to step up to me, I'm going home, bro. I'm going to Yo, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> yo, what? Get the fuck out of here. I don't, I, I ain't got to, I ain't got to prove shit. I don't have to prove shit to nobody. I got to really like that girl, bro. I got to really like that girl, dog. 
And after a week, <laughs> nah, 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 I gotta nah, go to work I the next it. day. Oh, oh, fuck. I, I, I feel it. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm gonna I'm 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 end up shitting on the bell. Am I a bitch, though? Am I a bitch, though? That's still, oh. no, it's not even answered. Like, that's not even a question that you yeah. can answer, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm smart. My God. You know what I'm saying? I still got shit to lose. Like, niggas got <laughs> fucking <laughs> jobs. I got fucking assets, too. Like, the hell? Yeah. I'm not going to uh, risk that off of a week of knowing ooh. your ass? Like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> real, 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 real talk, though, there's a lot of people in their grave, a lot of real niggas uh, in their grave. Yeah. Shit like that. He yeah. just died. Like, I mean, hey, rest in peace to do trouble. But he passed away because he was smashing the side piece. Mm. He passed away yeah. off of smashing the yeah. side piece. Like, he probably didn't even know the chick for long, you know what I'm saying? And you just smashing, just casually smashing. The next thing you know, her ex-boyfriend came in, bow, but then come to find out, she had trouble over at his house. Any nigga, any guy would have went up in there, bop, 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 you in my shit. I know for a fact, if I had a chick and we was still cordial, you know what I'm saying? And she brought her little side shit over and they smashing in my fucking house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? You really, bang, bang. Right. Yeah. you really gonna see, right? You really gonna see what yeah. what we what we laughing about, yeah. not seeing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, Tony, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even fault you in that situation. I'm like, well, you know, Tony only had one response. <laughs> that was, hey, it was only That's one true. response. Like, what would you've done? Like, you gonna move out your apartment? Like, uh, you can have the bed. No, yeah. hell no, nah. nah. This is my shit. Right. Y'all can continue. Right, so I, I haven't thought then since we, <laughs> since we moved here. So when is it? When is it a good time to say, "Yo, this is this is the time to fight for"? Her? Is it how how deep does that have to be to be like, "Yo, I need to fight for this woman"? You'll know. You it, have man. to know that you, yeah, you you like it's a protection thing. So, like for an example, I've been out with many women that, like, if you're in my presence, like, if something happens, I'm not gonna have. I'm a person like I'm not gonna allow like you know somebody to disrespect somebody I'm with mm-hmm. because like once you step out with me. Like you in my realm of protection. That's what anybody. If me, me and Jelan are going out, I'm the person that like if shit jump, I'm like I'm handling it. Yeah. Like that's that is what it is. So and that goes to with ladies. But there's a certain point. Like if there's another nigga there that you know from her, like your her past, and they see it. Hey, bro, that sounds like your personal business. Like you know, hey, my boy, I don't got nothing to do with that. But like as far as like jumping from the bullet type shit yeah, like that. Yeah. You got to really love that person. Like, I'm only jumping in front of a bullet for my wife, you know, true like, that, you know, that. and Thanks. other. I'm not, she's not, I'm not going to say it's the only woman in my life I've felt that for, but like that, that's a significant feeling, you know, when like, okay, you know, you got to put on your shield. I, if you got to think about them in your life, too. I have a, I have a funny right. story. So me, Justin, and his wife went out, right? It was, um, you know, going to the Afro Soaker, right? So I think you went to the bathroom or something, right? Oh, you said, yo, well, watch my wife while I go to the bathroom. I was like, all right. It's about to go down. I'm ready. He <laughs> <laughs> was uh, gearing up. Let's go. Up. Let's go. This is my boy, yo. I got him. I got your back, bro. Hey, hey, shit, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Damn, I ain't realized I said that. Yeah, I was, I was like, all right, hey, I'm bro. ready. I'm ready. I got you. Pressure I got your back, you know? Um, so what we were we talking about? Um, okay, for you, Tony, when it was the shift for you that you said the real man isn't the flashy guy, it's uh, another type of man yeah man uh i can say off of observation i learned at an early age that like the real man is not about the guy that's flashy that's loud in the room Mm -hmm. 
you know, got all this money or whatever, like, it, or, or the one that's braggadocious about having things. Mm-hmm. Um, the real man is the man that's stoic, that's steadfast, that's focused, could be silent, but for a reason, know when to, know when to speak, know how to speak and who to speak to, right? Um, I learned that shit when I was in school, man, like, in grade school, because I would see a whole bunch of guys. Now, some, I don't know, man. Growing up in uh, Durham, yo, it was it was a it was a different culture back in the damn early two uh, thousands, bro. It was it was weird. There were guys that were uh, flashy, did all that. They were loud, but you saw two different variations. You saw guys that was really about that shit. They they really had what they spoke about, and then you had guys that was just loud around those guys that was loud. I didn't understand that. I'm, I'm like, the fuck is this? This this is the weirdest combination. But then you see variations of other, you know, guys that were that were smart, that knew how to help, that were uh, 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 very careful about what they say, how they say, and when they say. But when you see them throw hands, it was a whole different story. So... Uh, yeah, man, I think it just depends on the environment and basically how you was raised. Like at the time, my, my, my mom, she had a, a man that she was talking to and he kind of moved very, very silently, but he was one of those guys that really, really was out here giving you the definition of hustle. Like, mm-hmm. and he showed me at a very young age, like, look, you got to do it like this. Mm-hmm. You ain't going, don't worry about what the fuck going on over there. Worry about what's going on right here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just took on to that, man. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> y'all, Tony, you said something earlier and it made mm-hmm. me think about it because I it's random. Don't judge me, y'all. I watched this dude. Well, it came across all on my YouTube algorithm. You know, you watch certain shit, yeah. shit pops up. But it was a dude talking about like his grooming habits. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. We talking about real nigga shit. And real men, I know there's a, how can I say this? There's this conception of real men, what real niggas do when it comes to grooming and stuff like that. Like, especially being a black man. So if you say you go get like manicures and pedicures, niggas be like, oh, that ain't hard. But it's like, you know, as men, we can take care of our feet and nails too. And quite frankly, women like men who take care of their feet and nails too. Yeah. No chick wants a guy with busted feet. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Vice versa too. We don't want. One won't bear claws. So, like, personal question. This is legitimate. A personal question. We here. What's y'all? Y'all both fly, clean dudes. You dress good. You smell good. You know, I've I've, met, I've been with y'all in person. So, what is y'all grooming habits? What does that consist of? Put 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 the, put the people on. Uh, for me, I brush my teeth morning and night. Uh, floss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Know, you. Flossing is there, important, though. People be sleeping that's, on that's flossing. Key, bro. Yeah. Yo, like flossing is. And, and I also use a tongue scraper as well. You ever well. met somebody? I'm sorry. I, am I going? Am I, am I continuing? I was going to ask you. Good. No, I was going to ask you because you're talking about flossing. Have you ever met somebody that you know needs the floss? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you can tell by looking at their teeth. Yeah. But you don't know how to tell them, like, you know, hey, <laughs> you should do that. Especially the opposite sex. <laughs> yo. Uh. Yo. Justin, come on, yo. <laughs> if you're if you're out on a date, like you don't want to tell her, hey, I think you need the floss. Like you don't want to just come out with it and be like, and you don't want to you don't want to ask like, hey, do you floss? 
Yeah. Don't look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, for me, I keep those little those picks you get it from Dollar Tree. I keep them in my car. Yeah. So like if I do go out to eat, you can just, mm-hmm. you know, take it out there. Cause sometimes it's hard. You can't stick your finger in some of these points. And you got a little sting in your tooth, you can take it, use it to take it out. Um, what else do I yeah. use for grooming? Um, oh, one big thing for grooming, I will say if you are, let's say like even middle school, high school, you're a man, I mean you're a boy, learn how to cut your own hair. I mean, that's going to Save you money. It's going to, it's going to, no, listen. It's going to save you money, and you're going to learn how, how to do it the way you want to do it. Because because pretty much I had I'm not perfect. I'm still I think I've been doing it for two years now. I'm not perfect. If I started younger, I'd be way better. But um, pretty much when I decided to cut my hair, because I was going to my barber, and um, you know I made an appointment. I said, Yo, I'm about to come in. I guess Thursday. Let's say Thursday, whatever. Right? So, oh no, I'm not not going to be here this week. I'm like, Okay, cool. And then like next week, I'm like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm about to come through. Oh, I'm not going to be here this week. And then I realized it was like, it was because of COVID. Like somebody had COVID in there. I'm like, oh, okay. It's time to buy some Clippers, man. Because, I, you know, that's when COVID was going crazy. I'm like, I can't really take that chance. So I bought Clippers mm-hmm. and just like, you know, just try to practice it myself. I already had hair at that point. So the only thing I had to do was like kind of fade the sides and like do the, side, the top and everything. But, but now I'm really, I'm way better at it. I'll say it saves you time. You don't got to go to the barbershop. You'll learn how you like to do it. Yeah, you're gonna mess up when you first start, but you gotta think you're young. You're young as well. Like nobody cares when they're middle school, high, I, high school. I tried. I, I tried that when I was younger. So my dad used to cut my hair growing yeah. up. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, he taught himself. He did the barber shit. So one day I was like, fuck it. I want to try to cut my hair. Like you know, he got the whole clipper style. So I'm about to, bro. That shit's easy. Everybody know when you go to the barber shop. Good barbers make cutting hair look easy. Mm-hmm. It looks like the simplest shit in the mm-hmm. world. Um. So, you know, I start, I ain't know nothing about the guard or little levels and shit like that. I'm going to fast forward to the end of the story. Needless to say, I needed my dad to come back and clean that shit up because Damn. I fucked my head up. <laughs> like, everything. So after that, I was just like, you know what? This this ain't for me. But similar to you, Jalon, with your story with cutting your hair, that's why I locked my hair. So when COVID happened, y'all remember when they first locked everything down, like, they had opened everything up for a little sliver in North Carolina. Like, oh, the barbershop's open. I went to my barber. He hit me over the head for fifty dollars for like you know he's Yo, like these prices are ridiculous. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, it's hazard pay to cut the hair. I'm like, I get it. You know, it's early COVID, but I'm like, I can't be out here spending fifty, you know, to get a line. I'm yeah. just have to lock it down. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Nah. and I think before you go, Tony, the hard part with it is the fading because you have to like open the guard, go up. And then, like, to close it, you got to... Because when you look on YouTube, you're like, man, you got to draw a line, do it. But it's like, you got to keep combing it down, going it down. And it's, it's definitely a process. Because I, I actually messed my hair up just now before this episode. Because I, I was rushing. I'm like, oh, y'all got 10 minutes. I can cut my hair real quick. I went, I, oh, I went up too far. No, because I had to... I think I had to guard closed instead of open. I was like, oh, yeah, let me go. I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's closed. I was like, oh. So, yeah, that is what it is. Mm. Nah, 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 we, nah, we not do nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I feel you, bro. Like, I know when I was younger, like, gosh, I learned a lot when I was younger, bro. Like, I was lining myself up, like, after haircuts when I was younger, like, yeah. eight or nine, yeah. ten. I'm like, bro, these niggas, man, let me go ahead and fix myself. So, it was, it was funny. I, I think it was, like, one Christmas, I asked, you know, my mom was like, yo, ma, can I get some clippers for Christmas? She was like, yeah, you want some clippers? I'm like, yeah. So she was like, go ahead, you know, fuck your own shit up if you want to. Cool, cool by me. You know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn, right? Yeah, so yeah. I will always be careful, man. I don't know. So I will always line myself up. Growing up, all the way up until 
actually up until the pandemic, man, that's when I actually really taught myself how to like cut. I will cut. I will fade. I will literally fade my whole head. I don't know. I mean, for some odd reason, I've, I've been infatuated with the barbershop type thing and the way that they groom and how they sanitize their clippers and the different levels, the guards, all that. I, it, it just it just came to me, bro. Now, this last cut, I went to a barbershop because I've been growing my hair out a little bit. You know, I'm trying to experiment it with my hair up. But throughout the whole pandemic, Jelan, you can uh, vouch for me, dog. Like I, yeah. I was, I was fading out. I was, I was doing everything. So yeah, I, I say all that to say, my grooming routine, man, it, it's uh, it will, it consists of me cutting. It consists of me like giving myself like exfoliant facials and going through a night routine of cleaning my face and brushing my teeth and all of that, bro. Like moisturizing my skin. And I don't know, like I take my grooming seriously, man, because I believe that, uh, uh, you know, first impression is the best representation and representation is who you are straight up. Mm -hmm. People would think about that all the way into your last day. They'll come to your funeral and be like, man, I remember that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they're going to remember how you carried yourself. So representation is everything, man. I Look, grooming, that's what I do. Uh, clothes, I even set a, set aside clothes, like iron pressed, do all that. Yeah. Especially if I know I got something going on that next day, it ain't no rushing. It's, it's straight up, you know, put the, put, the, put, put the music on and do your thing, right? But this is one point that I think our young listeners need to really understand. When you're younger, make sure you figure out your BO. You have to experiment it. You have to know how the fuck you smell. And then you have to fix it by getting the right product. It took me a long ass time to get the right deodorant, bro. A long time. I was playing basketball growing up, sweating all that through puberty stage. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, right? And I came across the right product. I've been on that same product ever since... I was younger. It just works with my beat, you know, with my body anatomy. So I'm saying if you're gonna have a routine, stick to it. Stick to your own grooming routine. Yeah. So that's that's uh it's funny you say that because I think even the deodorant talk, I know like a lot of women that talk about that, but niggas won't talk about like they won't talk there's about some that. deodorants that are that, that are trash, like um, so for me, like the same thing experimenting and like you know, ain't nothing worse than like when you press fire under your arms and like you wasn't expecting it. It's just, a, to me, it's like one of the most disgusting feelings. And we're like, oh shit, you just feel dirty. <laughs> so you have, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, uh, so you really have to uh, find it out. But like, honestly, my grooming shit consists of what y'all talk about. So like oral hygiene, I feel like you only get one mouth and one set of teeth. So floss, like, so people are, oh, you bougie. So I'm the person that has an electric toothbrush. You know, I will spend sixty dollars on a toothbrush. Nothing wrong with um, that. I, 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 I will go. I don't use Cresta Colgate. I use like charcoal activated eight dollar toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Um, like what it comes to my body and what I intake in my body, I'm very intentional. Like I don't. I. It doesn't make sense to me anymore to go spend three hundred dollars on Jordan and go buy a dollar Colgate. Like I also work in the manufacturing industry, industry, so I know how like shit is made and what goes into stuff. So. Yeah, you know, so when it comes to like soap as well, like I, I try to use as much natural soap as I can. Like that's 
your skin is your biggest organ. So, you know, right. if you use the shitty soap, bro, that, that's just, that shit just permeating. So even Tony, to your point, like exfoliate. Players, if you're going to shave, how you avoid them bumps, exfoliate, you exfoliate. know, get the little, that little rock scrub for your hands. Like I work out. And I don't like having the calluses on my hand and stuff no more because when you're in business meetings and shit like that, you know, you can't have real disgusting hands. So I use them little, little, you know, little, little rock exfoliate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have soft Yo, hands, just man. get some, listen, me and Justin worked out, I don't know when it was. It was definitely a while ago, right? I had my gloves on. He said, yo, why you got your gloves on? You bro, you got to have the little calluses, man. You show you're a real man. Now you hear, oh, get some, yeah. get some, <laughs> get some soap <laughs> to exfoliate. So I, I like, yo. I, I still, even when I was doing that, so I'm going to give y'all a backstory. So growing up, I played football. When you play football for us, we had to learn how to lift weights with no gloves. So like um, for us, for like for me is I can't lift because how I learned how to lift was like, you you was all types of a bitch if you had gloves on in the football uh, weight room. Like, even, like, the little squat pad. Like, don't put that shit on. You can't be repping 425 with a little, little fucking squat, little bar and your thing back. So, like, our cultural clowners, the cheerleaders use the pad. So, when you work out, like, you got to hit. You have to feel it. So, for me, even though I still, like, building the calluses, I still will exfoliate to make sure, you know, you know, my hands are out here looking roughing snagging on legs and shit like that you know hey oh i just want to go back into the toothbrush so if you're not using an electric toothbrush using a regular one if you're not on at least your third toothbrush for the year, don't talk to me, yo. That's don't facts. don't talk to me, yo. Please, please. Frequently, please, every please. three months. Oh. Every three months. Wait, well, I got another point. On that point, also, fellas. If your washcloth is the same thing you wash your face with, <laughs> hey, my boy, my boy, don't do that. Don't. Why don't would do you that. wash don't your face with your with what you wash with your ass? Hey, you feel <laughs> like, me? You that's feel a that's me? a critical like, thinking question. Like, why would you want to? Why would you want to? Around <laughs> with the ass. You're bro. trying to get pink eye, my boy. You're trying Facts. to get pink eye. Facts, bro. That shit is crazy as fuck, bro. You know, go buy you some white washcloths from Walmart, oh. you know, Target. They be a dollar. Use them for your face. Clean your face a little hot water. <laughs> Fellas, you know, come on, man. Hey, and and another thing, because I've heard ladies talk about this, and I don't know how true. For those men that don't wash their feet in the shower, <laughs> you got to put soap on the feet. Have to. Because I've heard, you know. I've heard this is a thing that some men don't, they just let the soap roll down their feet. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We're good. It's good. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But nah, man, that's real, man. No, that's funny. So, like, what are y'all uh, takes on, like, cologne? Hmm. Like, ooh. So, so, me, growing up, I never really wore cologne. So... When I got a little older, I started, you know, wearing different clone, experiment with different ones. And then, like, I was talking to one one woman, you know, she she liked to to lick me in my neck. So, like, the first time she did, she said, ah, you got cologne on? I was like, I'm like, yeah. She said, ah, I want to. <laughs> she said, you got to warn me. So, like, around her, I kind of. Did she did she scream like that, bro? Why she had to scream like that? So 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 ever 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 since then, I kind of slowed down on the uh, cologne. I was like, you know, never know somebody else might want to lick my neck. 
you got you put you had too much spray in that one spot, bro. You got yeah, it was like you hit it with the right mist there. and walk through that motherfucker. You know you gotta yeah. Okay, so so so, so how do you, how do you put your cologne on so I can know? Yo, uh, uh, well, I got a story, man. Okay, a go quick ahead. story. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, so first off, okay. rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Yes. I know there's people out here that 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 have their opinions and their reserves about him, but at the end of the day, he was speaking true yeah. to the people who needed it. And and and, and, all, and one one thing, I'm sorry before you go, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sure, but. Yeah. I know a lot of the clips are like him bashing women. You can even think mm-hmm. about our clips. We have clips where it doesn't really show the full story. So he did have clips where he was bashing women, but a lot of times on his show, he's talking about bettering men. So that's that, that's that's what yeah. Tony's talking about. I don't want people to think Tony's saying, oh, we agree with the bashing woman. He talked about, if you actually watch the episode, he's talking about bettering men. But go, go ahead. Continue. I was trying to save y'all. You know, I really appreciate that solid dog. Yeah. yeah Cause I don't, I don't want people to get that misconception about, or that perception about me and my thinking. I'm specifically talking about Kevin Samuels and his notion to speak to men. I came across a certain video of how to apply cologne. Miraculously, you know, the algorithm and YouTube, you know, I stumbled across that video, right? Boom. I'm like, man, let's see what this guy's talking about, or whatever, whatever, right? Because, of course, you know, I'm experimenting with cologne. I like to, you know, dab into new smells, all that stuff, right? Boom. I checked out his video. I realized I'm, I was putting on cologne wrong mm-hmm. all throughout college, all throughout high school. I'm like, damn, I see why. Man, yo, yo, yo. You got to put cologne on specific spots. And I'm not going to go into detail, but you got to put them on them blood spots, man. If you don't put them on them blood spots, meaning like where you can feel your pulse and it's hot, like wrist, in your elbow, your neck. Your neck. That's it. That's, That's all you need. And then he was like, you can put it on your hands too if you talk with your hands like this. Yeah. You know, and the girls be like, oh, shit, what is that smell? And you're like, oh, it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they smell your hands. But I mean, it really works because if you get the right cologne that matches your body anatomy, it'll smell all day. It'll smell good all day. You can just put a little bit, save a mm-hmm. whole $200 worth of cologne, last you all year. Mm-hmm. Facts. So I like that. Um, that's so... Cologne-wise, I'm big into cologne. So growing up, like I used to take my pops cologne. So like my dad likes to dress and likes to smell good. So like I've all and I've had a lot of you know your player uncles always have cologne. Mm-hmm. So you know I will always peep and kind of look and see what was all you know the counters and stuff like that how they put on. So um, and the same thing with the women in my family. So like I watch how the women apply their perfume. So for me, like in high school, I would be like taking my dad's like Itsumiyaki, his his Giorgio Armani, like his fire shit, because you want to go to, you know, school spelling good. So one thing I've learned as I've gotten older, how I put my cologne on is I put it on, I put my lotion. So it like actually mm-hmm. seeps into my skin mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and then also you have to know, like, fellas, there's different types of colognes for different seasons. Nice. There's some summer colognes that's meant for like daytime. There's some that's meant for evening. So a lot of y'all go heavy with these heavy ass clones and like, you know, spray them up and stuff like that. Bro, go light, hit to Tony's point, hit them, hit the wrists, hit the elbows and stuff like that, you know. And also make sure you put it on like clothing where people, you know, for me, I should be right. where I know people hug me, you know, like 
I'm a tall guy, so the chest gonna be like right here. So I'm spraying this. Mm, you smell good. And also, fellas, don't be afraid to use body oil. So I use a lot of body oils and That's shit like that. One. Like, yep. I feel like women have some of the best hygiene when it comes to self care with the stuff they do. You know, and when you when you're with a lady who has immaculate self care, you know you can tell like everything. Like, my God, you know, skin smooth, everything look good. Fellas, we got to be able to bring the same thing. They be using them body oils and scrubs. I be all of my wife coconut sugar scrub. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I smell like all types of flowers. <laughs> hey. so soft though. Hey, hey, shoot. Do your thing, bro. You got that. <laughs> That's what's up though. So, so do you actually remember the uh, the Axe sprays? You remember that? Yeah. I remember their mm-hmm. branding was their mm-hmm. branding was perfect because we were at ages where we weren't, I think like middle school that came out. We weren't getting no woman. So they had the axe spray. You sprayed all, all the women come on. you like, yo, I'm trying to get the axe spray. Yo, <laughs> listen, do not use that stuff, man. I remember in nah. like in middle school, dudes would go from the uh, the gym. You know, we had gym during school. Locker, locker room. room. Oh. I said, yo, what are you doing? I, I, already, I knew back then that wasn't correct. I'm like, yo, you guys is bugging, man. Straight up. Hey, bro, it, it, you know... It, the girls at that time didn't have as high standards, so it worked for them. Yeah. You know, now I'm gonna be honest with you. We all know like the difference between like cheap cologne and good cologne. Like axes, I wouldn't even use as my gym cologne. My gym cologne is like you know, you got gym cologne to wear. You know? I told you, I don't be wearing cologne, but you never know. Women might want to lick my ah, neck. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all good? You have some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Shit. Listen, all right. What were we talking about next? Hold on. Oh, okay. So, so um, hold go on. Ahead, so sorry. I do have. Go, 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 go. go, 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 go. go. No, go, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're gonna be here. We're gonna be here like all day. Yeah. <laughs> <What the laughs> hell, bro. No, no, no. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. So. I know we, I, I do want to ask one question that's tied into music. So I know we've been talking about kind of like real and just what we, what we think are real and stuff like that. So do you feel like there are any, let's say contemporary hip hop artists that might represent what we believe our thought of real is like if, within their personal life? Maybe not necessarily within their music category or catalog. There's a lot of artists that rap one way, but might live another way. Are there any artists that y'all can think about that you would say like, you know, have real nigga activities, but not necessarily the street shit niggas think about. Man, I got a good one to like get the get the thoughts okay, going, go bro. As of recently, man, I've been uh following um the rapper The Baby, right? And he's big on family. He's big on his family, he's big on protecting his family, protecting his stuff, right? I think that that's a great element because as of lately, his um Pictures on IG have been resembling him just spending good old father quality time with his kids, man. And he is an artist that promotes that. So I think that he is a great example in terms of how he treats his family, what a real man is, because he will actually stop everything to promote him being him to his family and his role for his family. So, yeah, man. It's just one thought. Yep. Yeah. Uh, NLE Chopper. 
Yeah. So um, young guy, I don't know how old he is, but I know he's like early 20s. Music is very, you know, it's he a Memphis kid. I think it's where he's from. So like definitely, you know, real hardcore, but like outside of that, his image, like he has his rap persona, but like his actual day to day for what he pushes. I don't know him personally, but what he promotes is he's definitely more holistic, organic, you know, I believe he's vegan. So, you know, you don't often see rappers, especially heavily tatted, stereotypically, that are talking about this stuff because he don't, I don't think he drinks or smoke, but he has a, you know, a Dr. Sebi style lifestyle where he's only doing organic. He, you know, so I look at that as being real because to me, I grew up around people that, you know, were from the streets or from good backgrounds and stuff like that. Just because you're from the streets don't mean you have to eat shitty food, you know, like Popeyes and all that kind of stuff, because you got to be healthy regardless. So I think that 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 young man is being real because he's doing something that's nobody else in his like, you know, his age bracket is doing, you know, promoting that type of lifestyle. Um, For me. I think this is a this is a kind of a dangerous question because because you think about you look up it's kind of like thinking like idolization right you're saying okay this is a real man this is somebody i want to follow so like for example for me for this question i would say like kevin hart you know he works super hard he has a family wife you know all of that but then i remember him have that thing where he cheated you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so now you pretty much put no because i'm saying because like, like we're, always, we're talking to young listeners as well so you put somebody that's in the industry or somebody that's you don't know personally as like okay this is the the real and then they do something like that now you're confused now you're like yo i don't know which way to go so i think it's i think you can start there by looking at the examples in what we have in the media but i think the main thing it's gonna be hard if you don't have a a, a father or uncle in your life it's it's more of people in your life if you don't have a father or uncle that's a great point i'll say probably find a mentor probably find a mm-hmm. mentor because you're actually going to see a lot more. These people in the industry, you don't really know 100%. And if you have a certain vision of them and then they do something left because they're humans, it's kind of hard. Uh, I want to say something to that point, though, with Kevin Hart, because I feel like it's the same way even within like your mentors. Because I will say this. So to me, people like the optics of cheating and stuff like that, everybody's personal relationship is different. So how I look at Kevin Hart is, at the end of the day, there's a certain level of realness to have your whole life play out in front of the whole world and then have to make amends when everybody knows. Like, if you or I cheat, only our partner knows, but not the whole world and shit like that. So to me, I want to tell, like, our young listeners, too, like, no matter who your mentor is, like, they're still going to be human. As men, we fuck up, and I feel like there's a lot of times when, as guys, when we have mentors, we think that they're not struggling with the same shit that other niggas struggle with. Or they just might be living that shit out in secret. So to me, I would say never get knocked by somebody that makes mistakes. As a man, you're going to fuck up. I know I fucked up a lot of times. But as a man, I think one really redeeming quality of being real is when you get knocked on your ass, regardless of what it is, you man up and push forward. Facts. Like I think that uh, goes into the variation or the definition of um, discipline. And uh, for me... A good way that I show myself um, discipline, it could be the way I am with my healthy lifestyle, like how I work out, how I eat. Like I'm a vegetarian 
for some people, they can't do that all the time, every day. Like to be 100% transparent, there's, there's times where I forget my intake in protein. I try to like really teach myself to really be on top of that, but that takes a lot of practice. That takes a lot of dedication. Like for instance, there's a, there's a rap group, uh, the locks they're in the, the, you know, juicing. I don't know if they're on the vegetarian vegan lifestyle, but they made that choice to be disciplined in that spectrum too. So it takes a lot of steadfast learning consistency to say, Hey, I'm going to be disciplined to, to make sure that I can see my own change. There's guys that get that, get that. And it can be in the form of something like that. Or there's guys that can go in and out. Nobody's, nobody's perfect, man, because I think there's different definitions of what discipline is. It took me a lot of experience to even get to this point of how I have my own lifestyle now. Right. Like literally like a lot of ups and a lot of and a lot of downs, like more downs than ups. But I made one choice and say, hey, yo, no one's going to ever tell me how I'm going to eat and how I'm going to do it or how I'm going to pre- present myself on a healthy type of fitness world. So, yeah, man, to each his own. I, I like I like that, Tony. And that's kind of what I was thinking about next is making that transition from changing your mindset of, you know, what that real man of the ladies man, the flashy man until we are, you know, today, what was, what were steps to help, you know, like a younger person or even somebody our age, you know, age just a number. So somebody our age might still think that's the real man. What kind of uh, steps did y'all take in your life to transition your thought and actually try to become close to that real man that we're talking about? So I think as men, you have to recognize that your life should fall into like, buckets right and that you have to focus on these buckets so financially you have to focus on your financial bucket your physical bucket or uh taking care of your body there's your mental bucket your spiritual bucket your emotional bucket and it's like once you figure out how to look at those and you're real with them you have to just make sure you're keeping them in balance so like every guy starts at a different point so some guys start with like working out more And then that leads them to kind of be more disciplined with their diet and, you know, or mental health or spiritually. But like, I feel like every real man I know is rooted to something spiritually. That's not, you know, that's for whatever you believe, but you have to have a purpose of power or something that like, you know, to me, the spiritual part is your purpose and, you know, that direction and shit of what you want to do. And everybody feel about something different. So I feel like, For me, it started just with the fact of, I think, healthy lifestyle as far as like eating and diet, just recognizing like, you know, what you put into your body will manifest itself. So if you eat in like really shitty food and I feel like we all know that because we've been in college and shit like that, you don't feel as happy, happy, you don't feel as healthy and shit like that. Like, you know, um, like for me, I can speak personally, like, you know, when I worked a lot of crazy shifts and shit like that, my diet was bad. My sleep was bad. I was drinking a lot of caffeine. I had high blood pressure. They wanted to put, they put me on pills. And like, to me, I don't necessarily believe in, um, I don't believe in genetic diseases. Like when people say, oh, high blood pressure runs in families and diabetes run in families. I do not believe that because I feel like poor lifestyle runs in families. Yeah. So if you, if you know, I would believe that if a person had a plant-based lifestyle and they worked out and they still had high blood, high blood pressure, I might 
believe in that a little bit more. So my my okay. process just started with my diet and then just kind of grew through there to get to the point where I'm like, you know what, I got to attack every part of my my being to make sure, you know, I'm being a real, a real one, a real whole complete man. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say uh, for me, man, like what influenced me and my lifestyle, it, it's 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 similar to your approach with the buckets. Um, I think that it's important to be aware of every um, uh, avenue in your like in your life that you know you have to abide to, right? Like you have to yeah. stay focused when it comes to your finances and all the other buckets that you was mentioning, right? But I also yeah. think in between each bucket, I'm trying to paint the visual pictures for the audience. You got to focus on that emotional uh, uh, bucket True too, shit. like. How do you feel? You got to be able to evaluate your emotions when you're focusing from one uh, point of your life to the next. So like for like for me, sure. happiness, I always made sure that I did something to make me happy throughout these transitions. Like, am I happy? Am I doing something that makes me smile? Like, how does it feel to smile? Sounds like a dumbass question, but it's it's true. Like, how do I feel when I question. smile? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what makes me smile? And really though, hey, you know, for the uh for the players out there, you know, uh Punani can make you smile. <laughs> and yeah. but yeah. you have to you have to tackle that from a mature uh perspective. You have to go through that. You have to you have to say, hey, look, let me see why it makes me happy. All right, okay, yeah. all right, now yeah. let's go ahead and refocus right and then it's the same thing like hey you know you could you could uh figure figure out new stuff new hobbies to 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 make your character more broad right so i think it's just more and i mean hell you know you can even endeavor in other activities that can help you understand your mental health too like meditation right that's something that's like a uh, oil change to your car of life, right? You right. always got to make sure Thanks. that shit is like evaluated. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just think that it's, um, yeah, it's definitely something that we should really take pride in. So, um, oh, I did. Can I go too? Oh, go, go ahead, bro. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. No, my mic on my computer is messing up. That's that's the problem. Um, but pretty much my change. And going from that uh, that one mindset to the other one is definitely my fitness journey, building my confidence up. You know, you know, changed everything because now instead of looking at the flashy things or looking at everything, now I know the confidence is in myself. Now it's mm -hmm. not on the outside things that you buy; it's in in yourself. And then pretty much once you build that in yourself, then you're gonna kind of want flashy things to kind of join what you you know what I mean what your where your confidence is. So you can't yeah. you can wear all these baggy clothes and stuff. But now your confidence is up. You're like, yo, I can't have baggy clothes on this kind of body. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have the chill. chill. Nah, like, nah, like facts. <laughs> like, there's like one more point that I think is important for viewers too, for our listeners. Like, um, words, yo. Like, words. Like, put sticky notes on your mirror, right on your, right on your mirror. Words of affirmation yeah. to make you believe that you can see what you're trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I did that. Like, like I wrote words everywhere. Like, I mean, Justin, you haven't been over here 
Jalon, you've been over here. I don't know if you've seen the words, but I, I erased everything, yo. Like, whole bathroom mirror was filled with words. I would walk oh, in here yeah. and see the words before myself. So, like, that's usually how it, you know, how it is. But I would say words. Men need to look at look at what they think. So. I, 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 I like oh, that. my God. I, like I agree because I, I'm a big person in affirmations and stuff, too. Like, to be where you want to be. And we all have been athletes. So... To, to practice, you have to see yourself for where you want to be. Thanks. And I feel like we get that in sports, but a lot, we don't always get it outside of life. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a millionaire, tell yourself that you are that. But you can't just say it. You Hopefully you saying that gives you that motivation to put in the work that is, you know, not pretty. Jalan works out a lot. And Jalan, you know, has a very nice body that he can showcase on IG. But that shit is made at points where a lot of motherfuckers asleep. You know, you got to get up early. You uh, you really have to be able to sacrifice eating the things that you want to do. Like, yeah. that's for everything. So when I think about that, that's when those affirmations really come in handy because when you're on the journey to wherever you want to go, you kind of got to keep yourself... The affirmations, the fuel to keep you there. When you're the on affirmation, yeah. You know, you got to keep that. Just tell yourself that. Don't let nobody shake your joy and tell you, you know, you know what you need to be. So tell yourself that. Every day, all day. That's big, yo. That's big. So we just got to the back end of the episode. Man, any last things before we wrap up? Anything you guys got? Hold up, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, Justin. You got to get a little, little more smoother, bro. You bro, you just got <laughs> a great conversation. <laughs> no, nah, because right. I, I was... I'll, I'll, listen, I was trying to give y'all some shine time, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, my mic is going crazy. I want y'all to shine it, but it's all good. Go, it go ahead, Justin. Good. It sounds good to us. Yeah. Tony, go ahead. What you got? I, I, hey, hey, look. I don't really have nothing specific, but I did think about something, though. Like, maybe we can chime on it a little bit, you know? But that sexual control, that shit, it's very important. Like, I'm not going to be the one to promote it like I'm a sponsor for it or something like that. But I'm just saying it is important in terms of like making transitions. If you don't know how to control yourself sexually, you do not know how to make decisions for your life. Like I that hey, I may be stretching when I say that, bro, but what y'all think? You know what I'm saying? Uh I have a story. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. I have a right, story. So, so we, 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 let you, we can let you. So I'm going to talk. We can let you do your All story. Right. Okay. Um, I agree with that. That's kind of like goes involved in um, how I started the episode. We're talking about, you know, chasing all these women. So it's like you got to have sexual control because you can, you know, you can, if you're attracted, we're all attractive. So, you know, we could pretty much get a lot of women. So, but you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you're trying to find a wife, especially me and Tony. You want to go after that correct person. Especially sharing these energies and time with all these people, that's you know that's where we started in the beginning. We're not trying to be that version of real man. We're trying to be a real man where we're. Yo, Justin, go ahead, Justin, man. No, 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 I'm, 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 I'm no, listening to you. I'm no, no, listening. because listen, because I want you, I want you to get your story, and I don't want you to mess your story up because your story seems like it's good. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, so I, I will I will say this. So like full transparency to the viewers. I'm probably like the least pure on the show when it comes to this specific topic in uh, sexual uh, control, but I understand it. So what I was about, what my story is, so in college, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say who the person was. So I was like, shit, college, right? Um, 
when you're young and you first, as a man, when you first get introduced to, you know, being physical, especially if you've never really done it like that, you go crazy. It's like, it's like a new toy. It's like a drug, you know, pussy is a drug, especially to a young man when you, you know, you just feeling that thing. So the one thing that I don't like, I don't feel like, I don't like having any addiction or feel like anything has like a hold over me. Like that has always kind of been to me a sign of weakness. I realized that when I was in a situation with this young lady and you know, it'd be nice where she like, hey, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to, you feel me, it's late at night, I'm trying to do what, you know, what adults do. And she'd be like, nah, that's not happening. I'm like, you, you really not gonna let me, you know, like do that thing. I would be like dead ass in my feelings on some temper tantrum because like, you know, she wouldn't let me clap the cheeks. And like after a couple of times it happened, I was like, bro, like I feel the shame that like, you know, this pussy has a power over me. Like it's a drug. Like I'm like, nah, I, I, I can't, I can't be that. So I say all that to say to further point that y'all are making about like having good sexual control. Fellas, it, it is good. Sex is amazing, but you shouldn't. There are people out here that can use your that sex to control you and manipulate you in situations. Yeah. So it's you don't don't need to think with your dick. It is more empowering out here to have the control and not to give in to everybody. And I can speak from it because you know it's just not the best thing. But there also is a point as a man where you gotta like also learn yourself. Yeah. But like that shouldn't be a allow that to be a period. You know, if you got a year learning, run it up. Do do what you need to do for that year or two. Because to me, I always say like, you know, it's a fucked up analogy, but it's just for men. If you especially you're gonna find a wife, you need to know she's good. If you've only ever driven one car and you get like a, a Toyota, you can like, bro, that's the best car ever. It might be a Rolls Royce out here that you better suited for. You're not gonna really know until you figure out there. You don't know what you like until you go out there. Cause I'm gonna say this, women do it. Don't let it fool. They, they stress right, it right. out. So if your woman ends up with you, it's because you've been better than other uh, options and stuff like that. Don't be the fool to not evaluate it yours. That's the only thing I'm saying. However you want to do that. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> the realest ones know how to control, bro. That's it. That's like, it. if you don't know how that's to it. control yourself emotionally, sexually, mentally, spiritually, all of the above, yo, you're not real. You're not real. The ones that are like all out of control, they're not real. <laughs> 33 baby mamas. Right. They're, kids, they're not baby. real. They have problems. They need help. So that's just my two cents, man. I'm, I'm pretty much done too, man. We did, we did a great yeah. job, yo. Just clap it up yeah. for ourselves, yo. Woo! Facts. Gotta add that. Yeah. We can wrap it up, guys. Shit. So log off. Well, if, if you've made it this far into the episode, go ahead and smash that like, leave a review, um, share this episode. We appreciate all of the continued support. If you have any ideas or topics that you want us to talk about or any questions, man, shoot it on the Facebook. Damn, the Facebook. We don't got a Facebook. <laughs> on the Instagram. <laughs> shoot it on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it on the Instagram. I don't know if Facebook popped into my head. I'm thinking about stops, but... Uh, Shoot it on the IG at Face the Music NC. Um, we love y'all support. Once again, this is, we are Face the Music. I'm Justin. I'm Tony. And I'm Jawan. We out. Peace. Peace.